Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats to keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers for Secret Invasion, Episode 5. Hello! My name is Jason Concepcion. And I'm Rosie Knight. And welcome to X-Ray Vision, the Crooked Media Podcast, where we dive deep into your favorite shows, movies, comics, and pop culture. In this episode, in the airlock, we're talking about Secret Invasion, episode five. And in the nerd out, a theory on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the best movie. Coming up, Secret Invasion. We're stepping out of the airlock and into the beautiful gray radioactive <laughs> fields of New Skrullos for Secret Invasion, Episode 5, Harvest, directed by Ali Slim, written by Michael Bim and Brian Tucker. We start right at the uh, where we ended, essentially, in the previous episode, the attack on President Ritson's convoy. Ritson now arrives at the hospital. Just Nick Fury wheeling the president of the United States into the hospital alone. There's like nobody else. Does he have a secret service? Like, like he's just a guy that got in a, a minor fender bender. Fury is is right there and he's whispering into into POTUS's ear. Don't trust Rhodey. Don't trust him. Do not trust. You listening to me? He's a squirrel. Do listen, not Mr. Trust president, him. listen to me. Um, we go to New Skrullos. Gravik is returning with the warriors. The mood is gloomy because they didn't manage to kill the president. And they basically got beat by Wash Fury and Talos, RIP. Apparently actually dead. We were wrong. We were wrong. He seems to be very, very dead. dead. Maybe he'll surprise us in the finale. But for now, RIP to that scroll. RIP to that scroll. Gravik is then like, hey, guys, you all fucked up. This is on you. We were supposed to kill the president. We didn't kill the president. And that's your bad. That has nothing to do with me. That's all you. And then his his warriors are like, well, hold on a second. We killed Talos. Is that not like Isn't something to celebrate? Like You, you been, didn't do that. You, been try- you didn't do that. You've been trying to do it for years. And he's like, uh, no, it was the mission was the president. The nuclear war starts when we kill the president, not Taylor. Yes, Talos, we got him. But like that doesn't start the war, which is the whole thing. And then uh, and then his warriors are like, well, 
maybe you should have stolen uh, the mysterious stuff, which turns out to be Avengers DNA. We later find out. Where is that stuff? You've been saying you're going to get it. And then we find out that actually Fury knows where it is. And maybe the reason that Fury keeps being still alive is because Gravik can't fucking kill him because he know he needs mm-hmm. to find out where the Avengers DNA is. And maybe he even put Vera up to the task of assassinating Nick because he knew she wouldn't do it. And Gravik is like, yeah, well, I need that Avengers DNA and that's it. I no one but Fury knows where it is and that's enough. And he walks away. Um but then one of his officers really starts getting into his ass about stuff. And so Gravik has to use his Groot arm and then he kills the guy. Yeah, R.I.P. to Pagan, actually a major player in the Marvel Universe version of Secret Invasion. He was the Skrull who impersonated Elektra. He was Ranke's right. lover. But here he's a nobody and he died with Groot arm. R.I.P. to you. You got killed by a tree. This is, I, first of all, I'll start with this. I do respect the body count, but it's wild the way they just people die and it's just like a throwaway death. Like you're like, well, that can't be the legit Uh death because we're just like walking away from it. But that's it. That, you know, Talos is dead and uh, Pagan is dead and Maria Hill are dead. Gravik then calls Scrody on the phone uh, and Scrody's real name is Rava, but I'm going to call him and continue to call him Scrody. Yeah, yeah. To tell him that, uh, to tell the president, he's like, hey, listen, I know you're there with POTUS who's banged up and probably concussed and all that stuff. Tell him that, yes, the Russians did this, but also the Russians with the help of the Skrulls. <gasps> and then tell him about new Skrullos. Seems and like then, a bad plan. Yeah. And then Rava's like, wait, hold on a second. Don't we all live? <laughs> don't don't, don't all we live, live in new Skrulls? Yeah. Like, what's, why? Why would you do that? And he's like, it's leverage because you don't understand. Fury will want to save the lives of innocent scrolls. You know he's got a soft spot for the scrolls. Look at his wife. Yeah. And he's going to want to save their lives. And therefore, he will tell me where the Avengers DNA is so that the president of the United States, who is alone in the hospital, won't nuke Russia, a.k.a. new scrolls. Okay. Um <laughs> still listen to this man apart from the fact that he's obviously incredibly handsome and has a very nice accent otherwise i'm like his plans are terrible he has never killed nick fury could have killed him many times he never got the avengers dna he is not a good leader i'm sorry it's a leadership vacuum i think it's one of those things where here's listen here i'm gonna give the scrolls some hard facts right now a little bit of a hard talking to this is it's tough talk okay and i'm i'm basing this on not just the events of the MCU, but the events of the comics. Mm-hmm. Hey, scrolls, I, I, you're just your leaders are always bad. Look at what's going on. You guys are always getting beaten at shit. Cree mm-hmm. scroll no war, secret invasion. You the the whole thing with the super scrolls when they first came out. The Illuminati going in there, just like six dudes, just like wiping <laughs> out your whole thing, like. And then you go to the MCU and it's like you lost the Cree War or whatever it was that drove you away in space and refugee. That was very, very tough. And you just don't have effective leadership. It's a leadership vacuum. And that's why someone like Gravik can come up here. Mm-hmm. You need to start picking better people. Yeah. That's Talos it. flopped it. Gravik flopping it. it. Like they, they need someone new. They need someone different. Maybe an empress, perhaps. Maybe she will rise. Who knows? Could, that, it would be nice that to that see would be I would like to see that. I'll say one more thing about Gravik, uh, th- you know, 
putting the nuking of New Skrullos in play. I also think he's thinking, see these these fucking warriors? They're, they're ungrateful. I put them in this position and let them they're eat the, him back. the delicious the delicious scroll eggplants of their <laughs> homeworld, and now they dare, they dare How question dare me. How dare they? And so, listen, if it doesn't go the way we expect it to go with the leverage play mm-hmm. and the president nukes new scrolls, fuck them. I don't like those people he's, anyway. Exactly. He's already <laughs> just killing them, seeing as the whole plan's meant to be like, well, you know, we got to keep the scrolls alive. We can't let them get extinct. He kills an awful lot of scrolls quite casually. So I don't, I think you're onto something. I don't think he really likes them. So we're back at the hospital where Scrody is now getting off the phone with Gravik. And all of a sudden, Fury just mugs Scrody, grabs him, and he he comes out of nowhere and he pushes Rhodey up against the wall and he's got a gun to his head. The president's in the other room. There's no secret service around. There's okay, there's one Secret Service guy. He's like, what do I do? What do you do? You fucking shoot the guy. It's like assaulting one of the, the national security advisor or Nick whatever. Fury I don't know. would not have survived that. Isn't he still a wanted I man? Know. He would have got sniped like 10 minutes ago. This is unrealistic. Unrealistic. Uh, nobody nobody knew what to do. And so, uh, you know, Fury's like, hey, we got to put a stop to this. That's it. I'm going to fucking, you're done. You're done, pal. You're a scroll. I'm sick of you. You're a scroll, and I'm sick of this. And Scrody's like, ah, you won't do it. You know why? Because in exactly 60 seconds, the footage of you gunning down Maria Hill is going to come out on Access Hollywood. Here, let's put on the TV in the in the hospital so you can watch it happen. <laughs> and when that happens, you're fucked, pal. You're done in this town and every other it's town like across the world. Already wanted for being involved so in like a bombing in Russia. Isn't he already a wanted yeah. terrorist? So then Fury is like, okay, you got me. This time, but watch what happens next time. I'm going to fucking take care of you. And he goes to walk away. And then Scrody's like, and by the way, take a look at this. And all of a sudden, like two dozen all Secret Service Secret agents Service come guys out. who should have been looking hit. after the president. And he's like, yeah, that's right. They're going to. F- this is what's waiting for you next time you try some shit. Some guys who and aren't going to shoot you. But they'll just yeah, and, then Nick, and Nick Fury's like, yeah, well, we'll see about that. Fury is now an international wanted criminal, which he was previously. But now it's real because yeah. everybody has seen the Him Access Hollywood TMZ tape. And now it's that's it. And we all know that apparently Maria Hill is a beloved figure just in the world. So people apparently, are be really, really mad. Yeah, they love her. News. News coverage also strongly suggests, with a shot of of poor Talos in his death agony, <gasps> shifting from human to scroll form, uh, heavily suggests that at least one alien posing as human was involved in the attack on Ritson. So this is already, this news is out there. Sonia, now director of SIS, goes to see the director of MI6, Weatherby, and she shoots him in the leg. Yeah. <laughs> Coleman's back. What a joy to see her. I love it. She doesn't give a fuck. She just shot this guy in the leg. And once I again, love it. some more Secret Service people, this time from England, now they don't know what's going on. They don't they know just what to let do. It, they, they just, just let, her fucking let it go. They let it go. I also love the way that Scroll Weatherby is like, Sonia, have you seen this you stuff really about Scrolls? They could live, but could wow. this be? Could there be aliens among us, Sonia? And she's like, what do you um, think, bitch? And just shoot, shoots him right in the <laughs> leg. <laughs> also, can I just say, like, I feel, I understand 
that this as has been promised for the last year or so <laughs> since they switched. I understand they're like it's intimate, like this world change. Okay, but mm-hmm. but wait a minute, yeah. The Avengers went against the Chitari without knowing that like Thanos was involved in stuff. That's alien invasion. But like this is coming out on TV and like we're not seeing the fallout. Like nobody's stressed about it. It's just like here's an alien who <laughs> tried to kill the president. Uh, where's the Avengers? Don't worry about it. Nick Fury gives us the ultimate. Don't worry about it. Answer. I just feel like I feel like this should be a bigger deal than it is. You think you'd think at least old Captain America would be calling Nick on the phone like, "Hey, what's going uh, on?" Over seems there? like having a bit of a problem. Yeah. Do I need to? I'm like 95 years old, but do I need to get a suit out? <laughs> He's like, uh, do I need to get some more super soldier serum? I know you have some. Also, when did they get the Avengers DNA? Well, I actually like this part of it, and we'll get to that. I can't wait to talk about this, because this is a wrinkle I actually thought was very Fury-ish. This is something Fury would do. Yeah. And in, and honestly, a little bit wasted in, in this particular project. X-Ray Vision will be back. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. And we're back. We go back to New Scrollos, the cafeteria where everybody is is in repose, relaxing after a delicious meal of steamed scroll eggplant. Delectable. When Beto comes in oh. and he's like, um, I, I need to have a word with you, Gravik. And Gravik's like, what? All the other warriors are watching very closely. Um, and Beto's like, well, I'd like to say, and then all of a sudden it's like, ding, 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 ding. Sorry, I got to take a call. Gravik's getting a call from Scrody. So he has, he can't continue this conversation. Couldn't just call him back. He needs to talk to Scrody. It's like, listen, my guy with the president is, I got it. Can I just, can you give me five? So while Gravik's on the phone, the warriors are like, fuck it, let's do it. And they take the opportunity to Julius Caesar Gravik. And they come up, they put a bag over his head. They're beating the fuck out of him with like lunch trays but unfortunately, we all know that uh, uh, Gravik and apparently no one else except Gaia has taken the super scroll procedure and he's just too strong and he fucking groot arms everybody and then executes Beto, Beto as, a, as an example to the rest of everybody to just get in line. Not a major character, apparently. We thought he was. I, we were getting a lot of charming acting going on. We thought this was leading somewhere. We had some fun theories. Could he be Nick Fury Jr.? I would have liked to see it. Guess what? No, he's dead. Well, he could still be Nick Fury Jr., although this heavily <laughs> suggests that he is not. He could be. They could have Nick Fury Jr. captured in a scroll device, and then Beto could come back 
because he was really Nick Fury Jr. No, I'm sure that he's just yeah. dead and got grew armed. R.I.P. Yeah. to Beto. Sorry that happened to you. R.I.P. Beto. Are they not sick of Gravik yet? Like these people, do they not have personal I mean, they're trying, they tried to kill him. I know, but they I, tried to I kill him, like so they, they are need sick to of him. More. Because like he's just killing their friends, their family members. Like, and they're just kind of like, oh, I'm gonna try and take him out once in a, you know, go down. Gaia gave herself the super scroll procedure by herself. Using a broom. Just walk in there. Just walk in and do yeah, it. Just, just go walk in, in there. there and do then it. you can have a Groot arm or the powers of Corvus Glaive or whoever else. Like, you will be okay. Um, Gaia has a meeting with Fury uh, in the safe house in Brixton where they where Fury originally welcomed the Skrulls to Earth. Uh, she's, of course, distraught because her father died, you know, thousands if not millions of light years from home for absolutely no fucking reason and she's like my dad was a loser <laughs> this sucks what the fuck and nick is and such like, a loser this guy was a like, fucking loser <laughs> nick is like nick then tries to get her ready for the big game it's like hey guy it's fucking game seven okay uh-huh. Fucking Gravik is going to nuke nuke Skrullos. The president has just been attacked. There's been an attack on Russia already. Like, we got to, you got to get your head in the fucking game right now and get ready to take on Gravik. And we can talk about what a loser Talos was later. Okay. But we got (laughs) to deal with what we have in front of her. Uh, What's going on with the Super Skrull shit? And Guy is like, okay. Um, here's what it is. Here's the DNA that's in the Super Skrull procedure. Um, but uh, here's the thing. Interesting note. Apparently, this was this is just like the beta version mm-hmm. of Super Scroll. Gravik wants stronger DNA that he calls the Harvest, and he apparently can't get it. He's been looking for it everywhere, so he has to use this backup, like Plan B DNA. Gaia says, uh, "And now that's all the information I have. I need to go." Bury my dad, who's a loser, according <laughs> to the ancient scroll burial rites, and I don't know him, so I need some, I need some help with that. And so Fury's like, "Go see Vera, go see my wife, because she knows all about that stuff." I'm going to Finland. Sonia then visits a scroll scientist posing as human scientist. They live somewhere out in the countryside, and because apparently the director of SIS goes on door knock missions personally Casual. and she's the point of, she's first in the door not like the SWAT team she will go in herself mm-hmm. and she's like hey um i know you guys are pretending to be humans and you're working on some kind of super project that is mysterious for gravic tell me what it is or i'll have the guy that's standing behind you blow your head off um and they try to like hem and haw and be like, well, it's a very complicated uh, type of thing. And she's like, yeah, shut up. I'm going to kill you. And so they tell her. And then they're, uh, Sonya's having her people burn their house to the ground. But then the uh, husband scroll scientist, they may not be married. Well, I don't know what I their relationship is. Yeah, yeah. Just, they're undercover, they're whatever undercover it is. They're undercover is married. Yeah, the, the dude scroll <laughs> is like, well, fuck, I'm going to kill my partner scroll because I can't let her fall into your hands and Hosh. she's going to give up the whole plan and tell everything that's going on about what the super scroll thing is. Yeah. So Sonya's like, well, watch this. And she just like shoots him in the head. He has no reaction. He just gets shot in the head, watches her pull out the pistol and is like, oh, what's is that a pistol? Are you going to aim it at me? I guess you're not going to aim it I at mean, the I mean, I have a gun. That would be weird. I, I guess it would be me. Uh... But, but 
all these thoughts are going through his head, unfortunately, at the same time as the bullet, and he is dead. <laughs> so many dead scrolls. There's a lot of them dying. Gaia goes to see Vera, and they do the funeral rite. And it's actually a shame that this is actually good, pretty good yeah, and yeah, emotional, yeah. and I wish it was more like this. Mm-hmm. Rhodey uh, shows Ritson evidence of new Skrullos and also Skrull participation in the attack on the convoy and the existence of this Skrull colony in Russia. And he's like, you know what? Listen, crazy idea. Why don't you nuke them? That seems just normal. Nuke, just fucking bomb that shit. He's like, but it's on Russia, it, Russian soil. Wouldn't that start World War Four or Three or wh- how many? Do we count the Chitauri invasion yeah, as a World War? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't worry about it. You're, yeah, yeah, don't worry. You're just concussed. Just launch it, Dude, okay? Can I just say? And don't worry about it. The president it. is like in hospital, in bed, looking mad fucked up. No like, one around no him. No one around him. He he knows not to trust Rhodey, or so he should know, because Fury told him that, but also where's Fury and where's the Secret Service? And, like, you literally could not even get into that hospital if the president he was looks- there. He looks like a dad that got heat stroke at a, like a dad that yep. got heat stroke at his kid's soccer game would have more people around Definitely. him than the president of the United Where is, States. Like, does he have a wife? Like, I don't know. A mistress? A daughter? A friend? What is going any, on? They tried to assassinate him. They, surely some of his cabinet or something. I don't know. They tried he's to assassinate the president and he's just chilling. And we he's see just, a lot of deaths, but it's like they could have at least given us a hint like, if I saw some, like, dead bodies being dragged into a hospital room, like, the scrolls were killing people. Yeah. But no, nobody cares. This is this is proof, like, they're overly concerned with the role of president, even though the president doesn't really have an interior life or any kind of there's, people around him. So there's something going to happen running, to him. There's no one running things. Yeah. It, where is everybody? Where is everybody? <laughs> Gravik, who then has a great cell phone plan because this guy's making international calls mm-hmm. like it's nothing, calls Fury and says, why don't you come to New Skrullos? Like, you got to take your iodine pills because it is on the site of a, of, a, of a defunct nuclear reactor. But you should come out here and let's talk about things. Uh, and also bring the harvest, a.k.a. the Avengers DNA. Because it, unless you do, guess what? I have my guy at the president's elbow and the president is pretty fucked up. And so he is in a state where he is very suggestible and he just might nu- nuke Russia and nuke new scrolls and everybody's going to die. So you better do something about this. Fury uh, is like, well, we'll see. And then next thing you know, Fury is with Mason, <gasps> Natasha's fixer from Black Widow. The, the guy MCU who gets- cameo. And he's like, here, Fury, I got you some stuff and I got you a plane. And Fury's like, great. And then Mason's like, not even a thank you? Like, what? Mason and then is the Fury's only like, person who is allowed to be sassy to Nick Fury. That's what we learn in yeah, this. Yeah, because he's he like, just... you're a cranky old bitch. Go to sleep. I'm sick of you. Yeah, because he just, like, got a G6 plane, like, on credit for Nick Fury. Nick Fury. No does issue. Nick Fury... Did the Venmo go through? Like, is Nick Fury going to sell him the money for this? <laughs> and, like, you could at least say thanks. Uh-uh. Anyway, Vera leads uh, Gaia through the funeral rites. Gaia is, of course, very sad that it's only the two of them. She's like, my dad is a hero. Now, all of a sudden, he's a hero. Oh, I thought he and, was like, a loser that nobody liked, yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Which one is it, babe? My, my dad was a hero of of the Skrull people, and they, there should be a fucking funeral parade for him. And now it's just the two of us, and she's very sad. And that is actually very... That's really evocative. Um, Gaia asks why Vara didn't kill Fury, and Vara 
takes a very long winded say, way to say basically she was in love with Fury, even though it was like yeah, weird. it's like she she loved him, she was fond of him, like she didn't want to kill him. Yeah, sure. and so she didn't want to do it, and she was for Gravik tried to force her into doing it, but she didn't want to do it. And now that she's refused that particular job, she's ready. When Gravik's people show up to kill her, she's ready, and she can't wait. And guess what? They're here. Oh, that's a good, great timing because they're here. And they're they are everywhere. Bad shots. They are bad shots, and so Vera and Gaia put on backpacks. Why do they put on backpacks? I don't know. Backpacks and bulletproof vests. It's, I it's guess unclear. because they have like. They have oh, stuff. I see. Because it has like like ammo mags and May- stuff maybe. in the front of it. I don't know. That was a. It was just like a, It was a weird sequence. It was a weird. It was definitely a weird like a backpack product placement. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they go like Jane Wick on these scroll hit squads and. It's actually pretty cool. And that, a, a cool. It's like, over very quickly. It's over very quickly. They absolutely take him out, no problem. Sonia goes uh, and meets Fury when he lands in Finland, and we learn Fury is wearing the um, the uh, the widow's veil digital mask from the end of Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and ding 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 foreshadowing alert. Also, uh, ding ding Sonya ding. You says, were right because you said this mask was going to show up. Yes, I knew that this was going to show up. So Sonia says, "Hey, the widow's veil." Uh, like, don't you, uh, don't they do, don't they change the whole body now? So it just changes your face and like the rest of your body remains you. And, and Nick Fury says, those are the, those are the newer versions. This is the, you know, 1.0 version. The 2.0 versions do the whole body. Yeah. And absolutely, we are going to see that version of the product. Also, can I just say, Nick, you had this the whole time. Why, when you came from Earth, didn't you just put this on? Like, you didn't need to be Nick Fury coming down from Earth. Everyone could have just thought Nick Fury was in space. And, like, none of this would have happened. I bet you it's, like, a battery issue. Like, it's really hard to charge them. It only lasts for, like, long enough to get through customs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they head out to go get the thingy. Sonya tells Nick that she told Rhodey about new Skrullos. (gasps) And Fury's like, man, that guy's a Skrull. What are you doing? Why didn't he text her? Can I just say that? Why didn't he like text her and let her know? You got to keep her in the loop. You got to be like, hey, what's up, Sonia? Uh, just want to let you know, Rhodey is scroll. Okay, talk later. Can't talk Rhodey, now. Rhodey, green, very busy. Hot it's very emoji, easy. Like- yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so you fucked up, Sonia. That's a scroll. And now he has vital intel. And she's like, oh, well. <laughs> he also tells her that Gravik is threatening to nuke Russia. Um, and then tells her uh, what the new harvest is. Now, here's what it is. Fury wanted the DNA left behind by the Avengers after that big fight against Thanos' people. Actually, like a thing Fury probably yeah. would have thought of in the this comics. Is, I will say, I think this is where the show, and our Discord has had some really cool chats about this. I think this is where the show needed to go more and to commit more to, which is the realities of the kind of person you have to be to rise to the top of S.H.I.E.L.D. We need to see more of Nick's complexity, how he was complicit with the system, how he did fucked up shit, like taking the fucking DNA of his friends and sending a scroll to do that when that immediately put them in danger. Like, I think that there is something really interesting and far more compelling about that espionage element of like 
the realities of what you have to do to be in shield, to ignore the terrible things they do, the terrible things you have to do, the fact that he has essentially been using the scrolls and how interesting it would be to see maybe a recognition that he never really had that much urgency to get them a homeworld. That would be cool. I think that is I an agree. interesting yeah. angle. And I think you're right. I think this does feel like something Fury would do when you think about him contextually. I just wish they leaned into it more in the show. Yeah, I, I I was like, man, that's a cool detail. It's a shame that the rest of it is not as cool as it. It reminded me of the thing from Civil War in the comics mm-hmm. when all Thor is off world at this particular time in Marvel continuity, uh, at least as it pertained, you know, he's in his own book, of course, but at least as, as it pertained to the uh, larger ongoing events of the Avengers and 616. And so Thor was just like not around and all of a sudden he shows up for one of the big fights. There's Thor and he looks like the younger version of Thor. And they're like, what the fuck? And then it turned out that Tony Stark, the very, very first meeting of the Avengers when they're figuring out what to do with Loki, Tony Stark combed his couch and got one strand of hair from Thor and then put it away. And then later on cloned and combined the cloning with like uh, with like a cybernetic like skeleton to create basically a robot slash clone Wild. Thor called Clor <laughs> by the fans, not officially, perfect but name, the fans call name. it Clor. And I thought, man, that is so devious and such a such an immoral move by Tony Stark, but also something he would do. Yeah, and that's yeah. what this Nick Fury thing reminds me of. Like, that's kind of something Nick would do. It does, and it establishes something that's really important. So we've talked quite a fair bit about how the original Super Scroll, Kurt, that's how you pronounce it, but yeah. it's spelled like K-L-R-T. He had the Fantastic Force powers, right? That was the thing. Mm-hmm. But later on, the Super Scrolls, as they grew, could have the powers of many different heroes, right? So this is essentially establishing that law. And they're going for that core Avengers team because, A, this is a great narrative way for them to have gotten that. Oh, Fury did that early on before he really had relationships with them. He wanted to get that DNA. He sent Gravik to get it. That's like a fucked up thing to do. So it's interesting. And then in the future, you get out of this situation where you've essentially had to make this beta version of a super scroll who has powers that are not necessarily the powers anyone would pick from the A-list heroes. So I think this is very interesting and it really leans into that comic book thing. So while I don't necessarily think we're going to see any cool super scrolls with like lightning powers or shape-shifting powers, it's also very interesting as well because if you think about the Avengers, whomst among them really had like DNA that had power. It was not you know, like cool. I think yeah. that the only one that you could really super scroll easily would be Hulk, right? If it was based yeah. on DNA. So I think we could definitely see a Hulk scroll, that kind of thing. But are we going to see it in the finale? I, I feel like the odds are low, but I feel like it sets up the future of what the super scrolls could be and the super scroll threat. Agreed. X-Ray Vision will be back. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. 
Three great words. Free Fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Valid one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 1231.24. Excludes tax. Must update rewards. And we're back. So Fury wanted this DNA left behind uh, after the big, big fight against Thanos' people upstate at uh, Stark's Avengers facility up there. And so Fury put Gravik in charge of the project, collecting DNA evidence uh, as just like a normal person able to shapeshift and get in there and just like fill up test tubes with various goop. Now Fury has to give him the DNA or else. So this is all Fury's fault. And that's why – and Fury's like, that's why I came back from space. Otherwise, I was just – I know I'm married and all that stuff. I wasn't going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck that shit. I'm staying yeah, in space. It. Yeah, space is chill. They they then go to a small mausoleum in a cemetery out in the woods, out here in Finland. And this is one of Fury's secret – caches of equipment and stuff, which is another thing from the comics. Nick Fury is constantly getting thrown out of S.H.I.E.L.D., fired Mm -hmm. by S.H.I.E.L.D., wanted criminal, whatever. Thrown out of the country, fakes his death, whatever. But he's always got stuff because... I forget. They actually put a number on it, didn't they? Isn't there like 47 secret Nick Fury bases off the books? Hilarious. At one of the stories in the last 10 years, they actually put a number on how many Nick Fury secret bases there are. So this is a very, very, very Nick Fury thing. And he picked Finland because apparently he and Vara had honeymooned here. The scrolls like the cold, he says. And he also hid the, day, the DNA there. The DNA, oh. he opens up a, the top of a fucking tombstone and there is a vial of clear-ish liquid who knows Whom's what that could be dna is that and also like so whom's whom's dna also okay so if it's the end game fight rather than the battle of new york which is what i misunderstood then maybe it's then you think it's carol have, i'm like is it carol is it like thanos like who's there's so many dnas that would have been at that fight that's basically opens up the world to any any hero or or many alien villains who were there. It's literally every single every, every single, single MCU, MCU powered person was there. It's just in that that vial. <laughs> every <Yeah>. single one. <laughs> um, and then he goes over to the other little part of the mausoleum where he has his regular stuff, and he gets his battle eye patch, and he gets his Why good did he trench not wear coat. It the whole time? I still don't understand. I thought that was important, but it was not important. And now Washed Fury is ready and he and he takes out his phone and he calls somebody and he says, it's time. Let's finish this. Who is he calling? Gravik, I guess. Like, Rhodey? Scroll Rhodey? The president? Maybe he's like, Talos? sorry, Talos? Hill? Hill? She, she's been alive the whole time. It wasn't uh, Let me tell you something. I mean... Why? Yeah, but that's like one of those. Why? Like, why would it be that? Yeah, why? <laughs> she was too busy to film the other five episodes. I don't. Do know. you think they got somebody? Like, did they get like Sam Wilson or something for one episode? Did they get an actual hero for one episode to like come in and be like, hey, 
I need your help for I, one episode to help defeat the scroll invasion, the million scroll invasion I of don't of Earth. Think so because Nick has like a very funny monologue in this episode where he's just monologuing to Sonya about how the only person <laughs> who can beat the scrolls is him because he's got a brain that was trained by his single mom and only he knows yeah, how to beat the scrolls. And like the Avengers don't know, and I'm like, I feel like Captain America would be like useful. Yeah, I feel like you could just unfreeze the Winter Soldier and like see if his metal arm has something to say about those scrolls. You know, maybe you call the Guardians of the Galaxy, seeing as they have group powers. Like, I feel like Nick is overestimating his own Nick importance. Nick, let's take a look at it, okay? In the multiple alien invasions that have taken place. Uh, in the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Battle of Battle of New York. The Avengers took care of the Chitari. You were up there on the fucking helicarrier, which crashed, and then you lost control of one of your nukes. So how, did how that does go? that look? And then Endgame, where the f- where were you? Just chilling. Infinity War, would you would you got blipped, and then you weren't around, and then Endgame, you weren't also, there. This, like I didn't see you. I don't understand why the man who literally put together the Avengers initiative because of an alien invasion is now like, oh, there's an alien invasion, but I don't need the Avengers. This is why you put them together. I this know, is come what on. the in- initiative <laughs> is for. Like, there is a million scrolls, And like, I guess what I would say is like, I feel like maybe they could have been like a bit more narratively clear. Like maybe he's like ashamed yeah. that the Avengers DNA is that would have been cool. So like that would have been cool. I understand. That I don't want like them his, to. I don't, I don't want them to know, to know about this. That. Yeah, I don't like, want that. That would have been cool. I, yeah. I feel like they didn't go clear enough on that. So do I think? And I think maybe I think he was probably on the phone to like Gravik, being like, "We're gonna be done. This is done. We're gonna finish it." But like, do I think maybe? Someone could show up at the end and be like, why didn't you call us? This is so dumb. And like punch a scroll's head off. Like probably. It's really weird. I don't think Gravik is probably going to survive the finale. I think, I don't think he's a long term. 100% he will die. I don't think he's a long term villain. I also just am very interested. I guess Carol is the obvious option, especially with the Marvels coming next. Now, obviously, they did mention her. Director Ali Salim has been quite clear saying he didn't think about continuity. He didn't think about the Marvels. <laughs> okay. So maybe that was a red herring. I feel like Carol kind of makes sense, but we know that at the moment she's quantumly entangled with Kamala and Monica. So I don't know. It feels like somebody should show up. But the biggest question I kind of have is like, in the most kind of chill way possible. Like, what, what, I want to know what happens in the finale that changes the outcome of the MCU. Cause currently, what's going to have happened is the scrolls came, they didn't have a home, and we started Secret Invasion. And the end of this is going to be the scrolls came, they didn't have a home, and they still don't have a home. Like, I need to know what the game changing yeah. thing is. So I think the president's going to die. I think that will set up. President Thunderbolt Ross, or the president will be a scroll, potentially. I thought maybe Talos would become the president. So it was kind of like a a puppet scroll president, but who was human friendly or something. And I would love to see Dermot Mulrooney come back. But I think it's more likely that he's gonna die and that power vacuum that is in the scrolls will be reflected in a power vacuum in America and then will kind of lead to Thunderbolt. So that's my guess. But I don't know, like who would if you were gonna pick like three characters who are most likely to show up. In the finale, who would you pick? Obviously, apart from Mason, because he's already in there. So don't don't worry about the larger. Gosh, from the larger MCU, I would say Sam Wilson. Yeah. 
I would say, oof. Well, you know what? If I'm sorry, I'm blanking on Florence Pugh's. Y- Yelena, I was going to say, I think she's I, also Yelena, very high up there because she's espionage. Yeah, I think Yelena could be there, but then my reality brain kicks in and says, "There's no way they landed Florence Pugh for, for this show. one ep- for this one episode." I, but that would make sense. Taskmaster? Maybe. I know that's why I'm I'm like, is it? So are we missing? Are we going to get, you know, who actually would make the most sense, I guess, is like, and she does, we know she loves doing TV. She's a TV legend. Maybe you get the Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Like yeah. maybe that's because, because also was Mason working for her? He was Black Widow's fixer. It's unclear if she, he was kind of involved in the early Thunderbolt stuff because like Yelena was there. So maybe her, but I think it's more likely, I think part of the reason that there's such a high kill count in this show is because they're killing off characters instead of continuing them on to the MCU, like the wider MCU. So I will be interested to see what occurs and... Coulson? Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> that could, okay, would that, that, would actually, that would actually be sick. That would be so that good. Would be, that would actually that would be really, really, really cool. That would be really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. that, that, like, and that's like Coulson's there. That's who he was on the phone to. And he's yeah, just like that would be really, would really great if be, that happened. That would be great. I, I would be a huge fan of that. And I think it I wonder if maybe all of this leads to the creation of the scroll with a certain set of Avengers powers or or one of the Avengers powers or something. And that becomes our actual, like, Kurt, our actual, like, singular first super scroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt, Clerk, like, you know, it's, um, yeah, I wonder if that's going to be the one thing that might carry over going forward. Because this, I feel like it hasn't necessarily added a lot of lore or kind of, substance to the wider MCU, which I do feel like most of these shows, no matter whether I've been a big fan of them or haven't been a huge yeah. fan of them, most of them I feel like have been additive. And this is the first one yeah. where I'm sort of like not sure what the additive nature of it is going to be. So maybe it is going to be like a proper singular super scroll, or maybe it'll just be like a funny, completely interior Nothing really changes, and if people haven't watched it, it won't affect them going forward. I was hoping it was going to be like this was going to set up the kind of underground Nick Fury that we saw, mm. like in the mid aughts when he was running around with uh, Kid Ares and Daisy Johnson and stuff, going from like hideout to hideout. Maybe now with with Kurt or some other scrolls, and that's his like. Mm-hmm. you know, like counterintelligence agency that only works for the heroes. I thought that maybe that's where we were going to mm-hmm. go. But I also still feel pretty strongly like, man, it feels like Fury could die. Yeah, it does. Like, it does. It would be, I would be sad to see it happen because I feel like yeah. Sam is such a core part of like the success of the Agreed. MCU. And, but yeah, it does definitely feel like that. And as we know, you can always bring somebody back in those spaces like it it's not for a death is not forever especially in the mcu (laughs) well the uh final episode of secret invasion is next week and we will be here for that up next nerd out (laughs) 
today's Nerd Out, where you tell us what you love and why, a theory you're excited to share, or a quick question that we can answer, Rob shares some thoughts on Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Hi, Rosie and Jason. Loved the Indiana Jones episode recently. Thank you. Wanted to share some fun theories from The Last Crusade. Okay, first theory. The guy who originally gives young Indy the hat was apparently intended to be Abner Ravenwood, Marion's father, but any details hinting at that were scrubbed. That's cool. I wish they left that in. I agree. I agree, Rob. They should have left that one in. Second, and the main reason I decided to write in, involves the ending with a selection of the grail. Last Crusade was probably my favorite movie for a time as a kid, and I've seen it countless times over my life. But it wasn't until I showed it to my significant other for the first time recently that she brought this to my attention. In the grail room, Elsa volunteers to choose the cup for Donovan, which of course kills him. My significant other matter-of-factly states, wow, she gives him the wrong one on purpose. This completely blew my mind and is actually quite obvious in retrospect. All those years watching it, it never once occurred to me. I think that her horrified reaction is that she didn't really know how gruesome it would be when he drank it, rather than actual surprise. Now I will say, I actually never considered that she gave it to him on purpose. I never <laughs> I never considered this, and I'm considering it right now, and honestly, it makes a lot of sense. Rob, your significant other has just uh, blown up Last Crusade for us. Yeah, I never considered that, but that actually makes so much sense. Why wouldn't she do that? Yeah, she's got, she, she got what she wanted, and now she can potentially leave without the entanglements of having to yeah having to work for this crazy guy yeah. and she could go back to Nazi Germany and live it you up. know uh, exult in the in the victory of the thousand year right well and guess what sorry uh, to her she's gonna die in a fog instead and it's what she yeah, deserves unfortunately what yeah. she deserves. you know god <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense actually that wow I want to rewatch that now. I know I'm Oof. gonna have to rewatch it that was really good thanks Rob if you have theories passions or quick questions you want to share hit us up at xrayatcrooked.com Instructions, as always, are in the show notes. That's it for us. Rosie, any plugs? I'm going to San Diego Comic-Con very early tomorrow morning, which means by the time you listen to this, I will be there. (laughs) You can check my Instagram to see where I will be. And I'll just be wandering around too. So if you don't make it to any of the panels, feel free to say hello. If you see me, I'll be there masked up and probably wearing very flowy clothes to hide from the 90 degree heat that I'm sure will be boiling (laughs) us all alive. Catch the next episode of X-Ray Vision Wednesday, July 26th, when we will be joined by David Goyer. David (gasps) S. Goyer. You can watch full episodes of the podcast on YouTube. You can also check out our Twitter at XRVPod and our Discord to hang out with lots of cool fans. Five-star ratings, five-star reviews. We need them. We got to have them. You got to give them to us. Here's one from Sideken. Get my geek on. I've been a fan of Jason's from the Ringer days, and I was happy to follow him over to Crooked. He has introduced so much great stuff and also bought Rosie and Zig. So life is better because of X-Ray Vision. Thank you, Sid Ken. X-Ray Vision is a Crooked Media production. The show is produced by Chris Lord and Saul Rubin and executive produced by me, Jason Concepcion. Our editing and sound design is by Vasilis Fotopoulos. Video production by Delon Villanueva and Rachel Gajewski. Social media by Awa Okalati and Caroline Dunphy. Thank you to Brian Vasquez for our theme music. See you next time. Bye.